Welcome to the Chase MedSearch Podcast, your place for discussions around hiring and recruiting for commercial positions in the world of medical device technology. From sales to clinical specialists and everything in between, we talk about how to get in, stay in, and improve in this niche of the industry we all love so much. Our show covers technological advancements, leadership discussions, and features interviews with current medical device representatives who share success stories that are as unique as their backgrounds. I'm your host, Jordan Chase, taking you on a guided tour of my last 20 years working in the med tech sector. Let's start the show. Welcome back to the Chase MedSearch podcast. I am excited to be with you uh, today. And this is just me today. No guest. I want to do more of these solo episodes this uh, season and into the new year in order to keep a regular rhythm of podcasts out there. We have a very faithful audience and I'm incredibly grateful for it. You folks stick with me through sporadic episodes at times, and I'm going to try to reward your faithfulness with being more consistent and grinding these out because there are some gaps in my schedule at times where I can put forward a front burner type of issue or something I'm seeing in recruiting real time to help folks hopefully in their journey, trying to find a new job and land a new job and perform well in interviews. So that's kind of the point of doing these. And this episode today is going to be built off of something that I wrote on LinkedIn not too long ago. In fact, three days ago, and I'll just read it verbatim and then we'll discuss it a little bit. The, um, post was, when interviewing, take time to mentally reframe a current negative work situation into one where you can see the positive in it. This will help your interview performance immensely if the conversation heads toward a difficult time you're having at work. You'll demonstrate resilience and mental toughness in the interview while staying upbeat. That is a powerful combination. In my experience, giving negative energy to a negative work situation is one of the top reasons candidates don't get the job. Start positive and stay positive, and you should find a lot more success. And at least 130 people have appreciated this post so far. There's been some dialogue and comments about it, which I always love. I I love when people interact with posts on LinkedIn and things that I say, because it helps me know that I'm reaching out to folks and making an impact in this way as well, which is what I really want to do. But I wanted to take a little bit of a dive into this post and talk about it uh, on the podcast to hopefully help a few more folks. And my point really is, is that going negative in interviews is kind of like the third rail in the New York City subway system. I don't live in New York, but I'm pretty sure there's a third rail and if you touch it, you get electrocuted or die or something terrible happens. I've seen that in movies anyway. And being negative in the interview really is like that third rail. And negativity can come up in multiple different ways. But big picture is I think sometimes my highly successful field sales friends and clinical specialists and sales managers even don't really have a way or an outlet of talking about their frustrations at work. It's a reality for them. It's happening. Then they look for a new job. They find a good company. They get scheduled for an interview. They sit down. And because they haven't done the work of really reframing the situation, they go negative and it doesn't go well. 
And so one of the things I wanted to say is you have to open up and you have to talk to a trusted friend or two in your life that you have, have a good confidential relationship with to vent. Venting has no place in an interview. It will never go well. It never has gone well in any time in the past 23 years that I've been involved in. It's now getting into the thousands of interview situations. Uh, it's never, ever gone well. So you got to find a way to get that negative energy released. It might be some form of another kind of meditation or talking to somebody else or whatever it might be. Whatever you do to release negative energy and really talk to someone else about it, do it because it's really going to help you. Negativity can come across in several different ways, um, none of them good in an interview, but the origin of the negativity can be from several different things. One is very common is the quota that you've been given feels unachievable or may well be unachievable. It's not in touch with reality. It's not going to happen. You know it's not going to happen, and that's probably why you're looking for a job. The other reasons that are out there could be manager issues. That's a very, very common one is that the manager that you're working for, you and they do not see eye to eye on a number of different things. And it's just a situation that you don't think is going to ever improve. Third reason might be executive leadership. There may have been a change in executive leadership or their vision may have changed or the way that they're operating doesn't give you strong confidence that they have the ability to meet the challenges of the day. And your feeling is that this is not going to last and it's not going to go well. And they've made some boneheaded decisions, uh, which is common. Executives aren't perfect either. And so they may have made some decisions that you don't agree with and you think are going to result in some really bad situations coming up for you. I, I say a lot of times salespeople are the canary in the coal mine. They have to deal with reality before anyone else because they're the tip of the spear. They face the customer every single day. And the customer is going to vent on them and talk about why they're not going to use the product and all those kinds of things. Uh, another one may be the product, product quality, subpar product, product availability issues that are intractable. I know of one company out there that it was discovered that their product actually is causing cancer. Their product was involved with the lungs. The components were disintegrating, being blown directly into the lungs and as a result, there were uh, deaths, patient deaths, like 60 or so, 70 or so patient deaths as a result. And this company lost, in terms of their market capitalization, I think they lost about a billion dollars uh, once all this started to come out. And of course, salespeople began to look because this is a big, big core product, core to their business. So I'm not saying... Any of those reasons that I just listed off are not acceptable, good reasons for you to begin to look for another job. It can't always be that you're running toward this amazing opportunity, but we all know that there are always going to be things that are dissatisfying about the current job that you're in. And if you could upgrade and make that go away or make it better, then you would. And that's okay. Those are All of these are legitimate reasons to look around for a job. But getting into the interview situation, you need to find a way to reframe that situation. And you can with all these different examples I listed and other different reasons why you might be looking for another job. 
you've got to find the silver lining and then you need to coach yourself to believe the silver lining that you have found. If the quote is unachievable or it's out of reach, I don't think you need to say that in an interview, but you can talk to all the new things you're doing to try to drive additional revenue, meet new customers, force yourself to stretch the boundaries of your thinking as a sales professional in order to drive sales to a place where they have never been before in your current role. If you've got manager issues, you can talk about maybe training you've received in the past on how to uh, approach different styles and personality types or additional training you've sought and on your own, you know, and, and you've developed yourself in this way and you've got new skill sets as a result. If it's executive leadership, you have the opportunity to talk about understanding who's in charge, the fact that at some point we all kind of need to fall in line with direction, company direction, and that you're, you've learned a lot about that and how some of their ideas actually have been very, very good. To me, in, when you're interviewing, I don't like to stray into this area at all. I think it's a very dangerous area because I think someone can come across in an interview and say something perfectly reasonable and the way it's received on the other uh, side of the table is very negative. So I like and advise people to never go there. I don't think it's safe to really have kind of an open discussion about what's wrong with your CEO or what's wrong with your current manager. I don't think that's a safe discussion. I just, you know, I'm playing the numbers game here. And my rule of thumb is four and a half out of five times that never goes well. So that's my thought. But if you have to stray into those areas, you need to have done the work to keep it positive. That's why I'm going to call this podcast Start Positive and Stay Positive or else, which might sound a little ominous to people, but I don't mean it to be ominous, I, but I do mean it as a warning. And I think it's helpful to think about it that way. Do that, frame it differently, get yourself to a positive place. You learn more through adversity than you do when every day is sunny in your work, professional life. And you will find that your outlook can change and the way you're interviewing can change. And it's been so interesting over the years and kind of sad when I talk to candidates and I start replaying the interview conversation with them. And I know immediately in my gut, they didn't get the job. Hurt people don't interview well. And when they start to talk in the conversation about where they went with certain things, that just I have the feeling, I, I get a feeling it's based on gut and my time over the years of doing this. So I just, I would say start positive, stay positive the whole interview. And that's really all I have for you today. Remember, check my website. Got lots of new jobs posted there. Check my LinkedIn profile. I try to keep that refreshed and updated with the various markets we're working on. Share this podcast with your friends. I'd love to reach more people with it. If you use Apple, you can go there and give a five-star review. I would really appreciate that. That helps broaden our reach. And have a great week, everybody. Thanks. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Chase Med Search Podcast. 
I want to thank you for listening. I hope that you found a lot of value in the advice and experiences I shared with you today. If you like today's show, be sure to subscribe at chasemedsearch.com or your favorite streaming platform so you can catch all of our future episodes. I'm also curious to hear about your thoughts on today's show, so feel free to email us at podcast at chasemedsearch.com. You can share your experiences in the med device industry or even suggest a future episode topic. Our door is open to you. Chase Med Search is providing this podcast as a public service. Reference to any product, individual, or entity does not imply an endorsement by Chase Med Search. The thoughts and opinions shared by our guests are their own and do not reflect those of Chase Med Search or any of its employees or contractors. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have a great week. Provide value for both clients and patients. Stay safe out there and join us next time on the Chase Med Search Podcast.